You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions, and thank you for joining me today. Do not incline my heart to evil is the title of this devotion. You know, our hearts can have tendencies that surprise us, that you kind of go, no, no, how can I have thought such a thought? How can I have said such a thing? How could I have even looked at this? And, you know, come on, the Bible says in, in Jeremiah chapter 17, which is one of his so anointed chapters of Jeremiah chapter 17. I mean, they all are, of course. He says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind, even to give every man according to his way, according to the fruit of his doing. You know, the heart, my goodness, it can, it can have thoughts about it and ways about it that, are, that we know in the spirit. No, I, and uh, you know, it, John, the beloved, talks about it when our heart is unbelieving, how not to listen to our heart, but how to believe God's Word, even against our own heart, and say, no, I'm going to rely on the Word. I'm not going to accept these thoughts in my heart. They're wrong. I know, no, they're wrong. And by the Spirit, you know it's wrong, but still you have the thoughts in your heart, and you need to let God give you a new heart according to His promise in Hebrews 8 and Hebrews 10. And He gives you a new heart a heart in which his word is living and active so you think his thoughts and want his ways. David says, I love to do your will, Lord, because your law is written in my heart. There's only one way, folks, for the heart to be converted, and that is by the spirit of the word, Christ, to live in our hearts and to keep our hearts. So do not incline my heart to evil. We're in Psalm 141, verse 4. Do not incline my heart to any evil thing, to practice wicked works with men who work iniquity, and do not let me eat of their delicacies. So let me read you that same verse from the Passion Translation. Guide me away from temptation and doing evil. Save me from sinful habits and from keeping company with those who are experts in evil. Help me not to share in their, in their sin in any way. Lord, don't let me be somebody who's just vulnerable to influence that I just follow other people's thoughts when I know they're not yours. And I know they're not your way. And so if I take you here, to Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, but I'm going to read it to you from the Truth Translation. Uh, the Truth Translation. Colin Urquhart brought that out. I love it. It's the New Testament. I really love it. And he says here in verse 9 of Hebrews, no, verse 14 from Hebrews chapter 9. Here it is. The offering of Christ's blood accomplishes so much more in the power of God's eternal spirit 
He, Jesus, offered himself as a perfect sacrifice to God, making it possible for us to have an inner cleansing from all the sinful acts that lead to spiritual death. We can now have a conscious clear of all guilt and we're able to serve God as a truly holy people. God, through the blood of Jesus, cleanses the inclination of your heart, or as Paul in Ephesians would call it, the spirit of the mind, or Jeremiah calls it the kidneys. Truly, the kidneys is your motivation. It's where your inclination is. It's where your dialysis takes place and the impurities are taken out of your blood and uh, excreted out of your body. And, and you see, God is able through the blood of Jesus that's forever powerful to cleanse you inwardly. Hebrews 10, 14 says that through the one sacrifice of himself, he forever completely cleanses and perfects those whom he has consecrated and made holy. That's the Amplified Translation. I so meditate on these thoughts because, you know, Andrew Murray gave an example in his, one of his books, Holiest of All, and it's 130 amazing little chapters. And he says, life is kind of like the grass on the side of the road. The road is the busyness of this life and the dust through the busyness of life comes on the grass and the grass is completely swallowed up by the dust and you can't see it except where there's a little spring. And the spring keeps bubbling up fresh water and the grass is beautifully fresh and green in the spring because the spring keeps it clean from the dust. And the spring is the life of the Spirit of Christ in us that keeps us clean from the defilement that comes along which is living in this world. It's not that you go out and do sinful things or necessarily watch sinful things, that you can have sinful thoughts. It's just the nature of the flesh in which we live. And we need continual cleansing as our kidneys are continuously cleansing our blood. So the blood of Jesus must continuously cleanse us inwardly. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 22, I'll read it from the same translation, the truth translation. Let us come near to God with true hearts and with great faith because our hearts have been sprinkled with his blood to cleanse us from all guilt. We can now have clear conscience and be at peace with God. Our bodies are even made clean by receiving the pure living water of his Holy Spirit. Oh, how I love these thoughts that are there in front of us, helping us. Let me read you another verse from the Living Bible, right? Oh, I like this next verse. I love this next verse here in Romans chapter 6. Romans 6, where are you? Here you are. Listen to this, Romans 6, verse 6. You're old evil desires were nailed to the cross with Jesus. That part of you that loves to sin was crushed and fatally wounded so that your sin-loving body is no longer under sin's control, no longer needs to be a slave to sin. For when you are deadened to sin, you are freed from all its allure and its power over you. And since your old sin-loving nature died with Christ, 
we know that you will share his new life, his new life. Oh, glory to God for his new life. Now, believe, believe that the Holy Spirit is continuously cleansing you inwardly with the blood of Jesus. Believe that through the one sacrifice of himself, he forever completely cleanses and perfects you whom he has consecrated and made holy. Hebrews 10, 14, the Amplified Translation. Believe, believe that the blood of Jesus is eternally powerful as he offered his blood to the Father by his eternal spirit to cleanse you inwardly from what motivates you to do those things that makes you spiritually die and separates you from God. That your inclination is transformed, is changed, believe it that you're no longer inclined towards what's evil, but that you're inclined towards what's holy. You're drawn towards what's holy. You're drawn towards what's pure, what's true, what's good, what's lovely, what's excellent. Oh, I tell you the truth, I love these thoughts. When I think about what I'm sharing with you right now, I feel the Holy Spirit yearning in me for more of this. It says here in Philippians chapter 1, I pray that your love may abound yet more and more and extend to its fullest development in knowledge and all keen insight, that your love may display itself in greater depths of acquaintance and more comprehension and discernment so that you may surely learn to sense what is vital, approved, prized, what is excellent, and of real value, recognizing the highest and the best and distinguishing the moral differences, and that you may be untainted, pure, unerring, and blameless, so that with hearts sincere and certain and unsullied, you may approach the day of Christ, not stumbling nor causing others to stumble. Philippians chapter 1, verse 9 and 10. Oh, my dear friends, believe, believe, believe that the Holy Spirit is at work in you right now, cleansing your heart from evil that would cause you to be inclined towards evil, washing you white as snow so that you're inclined to what is holy. You're inclined, you're drawn towards what's holy. You're drawn towards what's pure. You're drawn towards the heavenly life because you're now dead to the earthly life. You're drawn towards what pleases God instead of grieves God. You're drawn towards doing His will instead of your own. You're drawn towards loving others instead of holding a grudge and being irritated all the time and being anxious and frustrated and always unhappy and unfulfilled that you're, you're not drawn to that life, low life. You're drawn to the heavenly, holy life that is fully satisfied in God and complete and perfect in Him and loves to share that with others. Amen. Have a good day.